We haven't talked for a while. I want some recommendations. I have essentially not been watching much because I've got really into reading. Um, I don't quite know why. I think because we've got so many people in the house all the time, it's pretty hard to get hold of a screen at the moment. There's people fighting for the telly all the time. So I haven't been watching that much. So uh, what have you been looking at? I've been watching a lot of documentaries. I'll start with what I watched re- um, over the last couple of days. I've been uh, watching the uh, documentary on BBC Two. They've got to have us, the, uh, which is about Black Hollywood. I don't know if you caught any of that. Black is the new Hollywood. It was on Saturday night, but it'll be on the iPlayer now. It's uh, three episodes, basically t- looking at a very positive take on the right, um, the, the the powerhouse of black actors and black directors in Hollywood and the impact that they've had on shaping the careers of everyone generationally. So, uh, you know, everyone going back to Harry Belafonte and Sidney Boitier, right up to si- to Spike Lee and Whoopi, Bulger, Whoopi Goldberg and so on and so forth. Talk, they talk about the this, this stories, prejudice and success. But it's a very positive um, portrayal. A very, a very optimistic portrayal of these, of the influences that they've had and how Black Hollywood has rose and become a very powerful force. You know, it, it's a reminder in these, um, troublesome times of, uh, of creativity and the power of that and that, um, that, that, you know, speaks true to, uh, represent the good people that exist within Hollywood or of every ethnicity, but especially celebrating and shining a big light on Black Hollywood. There's still much to do, of course, but it was a very positive portrayal. And, um, yeah. That sounds great. I, I haven't seen The Five Bloods yet, the, the new Spike Lee film that's been released on Netflix. No, it's. Um, I haven't been able to find two hours and 20 minutes yet to watch it. Um, I have to get myself into a frame of mind to watch it because, you know, I love Spike Lee, to, you know, the passion, but, you know, he he's, um, he's full, fr- you know, he's full-fronted and... Uh, powerful and well i mean i was thinking that the other days is it one of the absolute miracles of our age is that he is still making films um uh, uh, you know after all this time and he's never been one to um you know to kind of fall into cliche and never want to lessen his morals all his films are so brilliant and inventive and creative and i think it's a great it's a great thing that we're still getting to see them um after all this time and i'm really looking forward to that one one thing I've been watching, um, which I have been enjoying, is a BBC lockdown drama called Staged, which has been made in lockdown with um, David Tennant and Michael Sheen. Yes. Um, and uh, it's, it's essentially them chatting on um, Zoom um, or uh, Skype or other platforms are available. Um, and it is about them just kind of, it's, it's basically very much a kind of retread of, of the trip. The you know the Steve Coogan and Rob Bright adventure, which I love. I yes, know. it is. Yeah. That, so so you know it's 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 not breaking any new ground, but it is making use of the um, the lockdown environment really well, um, and the fact that David Tennant's uh, partner is also an actor, so they're both playing themselves, but um, very well, and um, it's 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 very funny. Little fifteen minute episodes um, and. Um, and all of that kind of stuff that we've seen so well in the, tr- the trip, the sort of masculine friendship and the way that it's kind of portrayed as a kind of 
you know, they, they have to sort of try and be as horrible to each other as possible to show how much they like each other. Um, so I'd recommend that if you if you've got if you haven't got the two and a half hours you need for for a film, if you only got fifteen minutes, then go for that. It's called Staged, and it's on iPlayer. Absolutely. If you're looking for another documentary that you um, would um, that will touch your heart, um, I check a film that came out last month um, is a is called A Secret Love. I don't know if you saw it. It was basically um, about two two American women who um, are in their eighties, nineties, kept their decades-long love of each other a secret, and they came out later in life and comes comes with a set of challenges, obviously around age, um, obviously around telling their family, even though quite a lot of the family probably suspected and knew about it. Um, but also it's about um, sort of the history of being two women in love and how, uh, how to deal with that through the 50s and 60s. Um, the other thing is that they were also um, baseball players. And of course, at least both those characters, I believe, appeared in uh, a league of their own, the film. They were both um, of that in that uh, film. Um, oh, wow. So it's the actual real life characters of those those two, um, or at least one of them. Sorry, can't quote me on that. But at least what, but the the film itself is a, is really touching and very powerful and really worth seeing. Where 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 would you find that? That is on Netflix. Netflix seems to. I think Netflix has a real um, strength in its documentary making. Mm-hmm. Um, Self-evident because, of course, um, the uh, Michelle Obama becoming documentary is Netflix as well. I've been doing a lot of rounds. I've been a wa- watching a lot of TV series, so I've been I'm lapping up a lot of Anthony Bourdain. You know, the CNN uh, reporter, chef extraordinaire, and he, he did a series a couple of years ago called Parts Unknown, where he goes to different parts of the world and explores the the landscape of dangerous places, whilst at the same time exploring their food as well. And um, the first episode is in Myanmar, so uh, <laughs> you know it's a really interesting experience. But um, he's of course no longer with us. Um, uh, but it's worth watching as a real powerful documentary ma- maker as well. It kind of puts the uh, puts the kind of light-hearted uh, travel sh- travel chef shows that you see on BBC uh, into uh, into a, into a slightly different place. There was a very um, it was a very another one I watched another documentary, and he was in this as well. Um, it's also another Netflix documentary in. Um, it's called Have a Good Trip uh, Adventures in Psychedelics, where you get a lot of uh, very famous people talking about their um, uh, talking about their experiences with drug taking and the uh, and the uh, impact that it you know the experience itself and these stories around them. So people like everyone from Sarah Silverman to Sting to Anthony Bourdain <laughs> to Ben Stiller, all all talking about their experiences of taking drugs, and they they intersperse the um their stories with um sort of reconstructions and also um crazy psychedelic animations. It's a full on very sort of trippy eighteen rated um experience, but very very uh, done in, done with a laugh and done with also a serious health warning. I don't know if it glamorizes it. Doesn't it doesn't glamorize it for me. It just it just depends on your take on drugs, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, seeing Sting talking about it is, is definitely eye-opening. Um, but yeah, have a good trip. Adventures in psychedelics. Worth, worth checking out. Uh, another Netflix documentary I enjoyed recently is um, Hail Satan. Have you, have you seen that one? I haven't yet. Oh, it's on my list, yes. Yeah. Hail Satan with a question mark. Um, and it, that is about the Church of Satan in America 
um, trying to get a statue of Satan put up in the courthouse um, on the grounds that there is a uh, there's already a statue there of the, the Ten Commandments, and the um, there's supposed to be a separation of church and state in America. So they say, well, if you, if you allow the, that, we have uh, Satan. So they actually raise money and they make this statue. And it's, you know, it, it, it's all kind of very tongue in cheek, but with a kind of political point as well. It's really interesting and really funny. And um, when you discover that where the um, statue of the Ten Commandments come from, that's quite an interesting twist. But I'll leave that for you to when you watch it. That sounds um, really interesting. And also, talking about statues is a very uh, t- uh, current and topical uh, area of discussion, right? Well, uh, right. my goodness. Yeah. Um, I'll, I have one last recommendation, um, which is a documentary which came out last week um, called uh, Disclosure. Disclosure. Um, very timely um, because we're in the time of pride and um, also the Black Lives Matter movement the Netflix have brought out a collection called the Black Lives Matter collection and this is actually one of one of those films basically it's a documentary um, about uh, transgender and looking at the perspectives of uh, trans creatives thinkers filmmakers actors um, and they sharing their sort of perspective on Hollywood's impact on the trans community and going back through the history of Hollywood and the representation of trans and uh, how they've represented or shall we say misrepresented um, trans uh, stereotypes, uh, how trans people are used in films for good, not so good, let's be honest, until relatively recently and also the rise of trans actors in Hollywood and the impact that they're having. So it, um, it's it's a very um, it's it's a very eye-opening, provocative film, and it tests my understanding of um, trans viewpoints as well. Things that I I'm not a hundred percent clued in on. So it's a really eye-opening and really educational film, um, worth watching for sure. Sounds fantastic. So was that Disclosure? Did you say Disclosure? Yeah, and it was out last week on Netflix again. Anyway, uh, so Tim, I will speak to you soon, um, but in the meantime. Let's keep keep watching the screens. Absolutely, mate.